You're listening to Talk of the Town, the podcast for Lurgan Town FC, the place where you'll find heart on the sleeve in bucket loads. Hello and welcome to episode two of our brand new podcast, Talk of the Town. Who would have thought a couple of baldies talking about a wee football club in Northern Ireland would have generated a lot of love? And so much so that we've gone big for the second episode, and I mean colossal. We aren't even going to waste any time talking about anything else. We're just going to get straight into it. My guests need no introduction, but I'm going to give them one anyway. First up, we have a man mountain of a goalkeeper. An absolute head case that epitomises heart on the sleeve. I mean, who else brings an item of Lurgantown memorabilia away with him? to every holiday and make sure he gets a photo with it. One of the finest shot stoppers we have ever had. And rumour has it we signed him to make sure we ticked a few boxes when applying for grants. It's Martin Murda. <laughs> Our second guest is the man we like to call Skipper. Estimated to have played close to 1,000 games for the seniors over a 20-year spell. He was the first name on a team sheet for every manager we had until Dicko came on the scene, realised he was past it and asked him to pick up the whistle instead. He might have played a thousand games, but only scored three goals. It's Jeff Greenaway. Our third and final guest is a self-confessed featherfoot. He couldn't clear the ball out of the box, but my word, what a reader of the game. He thought of himself as a bit of a puppet master with Greenaway and Gordon either side of him. Organisation was key, and there was no finer man for the job. You know him as Bob Savage. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. Evening. Hello, hello. Um, right, in preparation for this episode, we set up a WhatsApp group. And just like Dicko uh, in episode one, it was another case of I'll ask the guys, but I don't think they'll. Uh, I don't think they'll say yes. But within nine minutes, actually, Rep went back and checked. It was nine minutes. All three of you were signed up. I think it was because it said we would be chatting about the good old days and reliving some very fond memories from four players who have now sadly retired from the game. But make things worse, Marty failed to tell me that he moved to England. So we currently have Jeff and Bob and myself in Phil's office at the club and Marty on a Skype call. So if the sound quality is bad, we can all blame Marty. Right then, let's kick things off. Bob, tell us about your debut for the seniors. Right, well, my debut, I can't remember the actual year it was, but um, I remember our Lurgantown under-18 team got to the, the Youth Cup final, and there was no senior team in those days, and we decided to keep the team together to create a senior team, and we could not get into the middle of the league, I don't know why, but we joined the Lisburn League, Division 2, and our manager in the under-18 was Billy Rainey, and he decided to stay on as senior manager. So our first match was down in Lisburn and we played against a team called City Hospital and I remember we trained all summer in anticipation for this match and we turned up on City Hospital at 1-0 up after a minute and I remember Billy Rainey, <laughs> Billy Rainey on the sideline shouting over, well gentlemen, welcome to the big league. <laughs> and, 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 and then after that, after that, we absolutely annihilated them. I don't think they even hardly touched the ball. Got over a half of it, and we beat them seven one. Absolutely <laughs> annihilation. But uh, it was a, it was a. I remember after the first minute, thinking this team, uh, this team's absolutely brutal, and they're beating us one 0 But we turned it round, 
and that was the start of an unbelievable journey with learning Thai. What about you, Jeff? You, you started when you were about 13, didn't you? Uh, what about 16? I think it was September 1988. You think? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a while ago. Uh, home to Corner House. And middle sort of division four. Oh, I remember, remember, those, boys, remember those boys. So you, oh, you didn't start in Lisburn League No, we only had one season in middle school. Our Lisburn League. I think two seasons. Two was seasons. It? Division two and division one. Yeah. yeah. I probably missed the two seasons in Lisburn League. And then straight in the middle Yeah. What about you, Marty? Oh, uh, um, first the first match I remember playing was against a team called Cock and Hands, which I think Bob played as well, <laughs> because he, he saved my life that day. Um, it was in the Lisburn Leisure Centre. And it turned into an absolute force. We had a lot of young ones playing. I wasn't in the senior team at the time. I was drafted in for Kenny Dawson, who was suspended. I was just playing under 18s, I think, the year before. I played for Dyhirk senior team. I can't remember. But I was just drafted in for the day. And it was the ultimate learning curve in senior football. Because all they did was knock the crap out of us I don't know a better way to put it yeah keep it, keep it uh, PG PG ended. show morning. Ma- yep yep, yep. And, uh, yeah. the match ended up being a band after 71 minutes is, is that the is that the game I've only heard rumours of this obviously I was still, at the time. I'm the youngest one here believe it or not yeah. and uh, is that the one where we had to get the police escort there was a police escort yes, well, the, the, the threatened Marty after the after the match, we had to ring the police to get us home safe <laughs> why they were wild, the wildest match I've ever in all my years it was definitely the wildest match I've ever played in my life. <laughs> Basically what happened was we made the mistake of outplaying them. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. we, went, we went five up in no time. Yeah. And that was that was kind of the end of the football. And they fought with boys on the sideline. Uh, Bob actually jogged up at one stage in the match and said to me, Marty, if they ask you what Orange Lodge you're from, and I'll never forget it, he says you're from LOL 101 Lurgan First or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of all, it's all I can think about for the rest of the game. And then the change rooms afterwards, we were standing in the change We got it. The ref abandoned, the ref got headbutted, he got split open. Gareth Peeling, Peeling, he got a black eye. Remember that yes, in the black eye in the corner? We made our even was his dad there? Within his dad came on. Dad. He got head butted as well. <laughs> Albert. Uh, <laughs> it was there was there was umbrellas swinging. There was it was crazy. So we got down to the change rooms, and I was getting changed, and I was wearing this thing around my neck. It was basically a ceramic. I don't know what you'd call it. It was almost like a floor, like a hippie type thing. Yeah. And I saw two of their players standing outside our change room, looking in the window, and all I could hear was the words. That keeper is wearing a crucifix. Okay. I thought to myself, I don't know how we're getting out of here. <laughs> and it ended up the, the, the police had to come and get us out. Get it was in. crazy. Crazy. So if that... I think, did, did, did we leave the league that year? Like, that's no, no, no. We were threatened to leave the league. Oh. And they, unless they were kicked out of the league, and I don't think they were allowed to play any right. more games. It was coming towards the end of the season. And they weren't oh. allowed to play any more games in the league. But I don't. I, when we left, that we played in the cup final that year. And then that was also where the Middlesbrough League the following year. So they're not I, still going now, are they? I don't. I don't think so. There was a boy playing for them. No. Mad Dog McCreary. Do you know, remember your boy McCreary? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember your boy McCreary yeah. playing for Northern Ireland and Man United? Dave McCreary. Yeah. Well, this was his brother. Right. And he was the he was their manager, but he was the the main man behind everything. <laughs> it was just. It was just. They were just. To be honest, they were just thugs. That's I've only heard stories. We. I, if if you were eighteen, Marty. I never. 
what year was that if you were 18? Uh, 97. 97. We were still pups. So they were okay, only 14, 15 then. I, I remember a cross. I've never, faced as many, I've never faced as many crosses in my life. The, the <laughs> oh, Marty, Marty, do you remember the time? Do you remember the time there was a cross came in and I thought, right, I'm going to have to protect Marty here. And I stood with the arms out. Next minute, the boy grabbed me by the, by the hair and had hair in those days. <laughs> Straight down to the ground. So did I. Stamped, stamped on my chest. And then wanted a penalty from the referee that I'd found him. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I went down. I was, I think I was at university at the time. I went the, the whole next week with these big black, four big black bruises and the studs. <laughs> Walking about all of a sudden, oh, unbelievable! <laughs> I, I was the last one to make this my yeah. debut, then wasn't it? Yeah, you were. I I can't remember the year, and we've been talking about this in our WhatsApp group. Uh, it was away to Castle Caulfield, and my vivid memory is that Glenn King scored two absolute belters. I remember, I remember he didn't that. score too many. Yeah. I'm not having that. You're not having that. I, I, I know. I, I remember he scored one. He scored one. Yeah. yeah. I, I, to my recollection. Kingo, if you're listening, you can let me know. I yeah, think he scored. I think he scored two that day, and that was mine. And Nicky McCann giving me the biggest team talk, and I thought I was a world beater. Right. You know, my say, and I, I think I must have been, I must have been twenty, twenty one before yeah. I made my debut. Yeah. But we went on, and that was Division Two. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, Division Two, and did we, we won it that year? Probably, yeah. I think we won Division Two. Yeah. it was either that year or it was the year before, because we had a couple of years in Division Two and we couldn't get out. Yeah. Of the league, and I remember that. Um, I think it was the second season I got out of the division. It was the second yeah. one, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, I was a good, if it was that one, it was a good one. Bob, you mentioned Billy Rainey there. Um, oh, so Billy was on, Billy was the manager when you guys were playing on under 18s. Oh. I was speaking to Stuart the other day. He's got the like five or six finals did, yeah. in the one season and only won one of them. Only won one. And finished runner up in the league. Did, yeah. But Billy was Billy was something else, wasn't he? He was something else. I, my first recollection of Billy was I was playing under sixteen football. And this boy, I thought he was a scout or something, came over after the match and says, Bob, son, I've got a place in your team, in my team next year for you, son. And he says, who are you? And Billy Rainey, under your team manager. So I was all right. Uh, turned up for training pre-season. And he was the funniest training. It was all old school training. Like laps around the pitch and back men to the front go and everything. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, front, and then um, if anybody was messing about or talking over the top of him, Billy would have just says, I'll get my rusty bike. I'll get my rusty bike. And I, I'll bring up the, up the Gibson's Hill, my rusty bike. And he had all these, he had all these one-liners. Wide men win matches and the ball's round to go around. He had all around. And he was hilarious. I was hilarious. So, Crooksy go like a racehorse. Oh, yeah. And if anybody made a mistake on the pitch, he turned to the subs and just goes, Go, gentlemen, go! As if to get them warmed up, as if they recovered all. But anyway, Billy was actually quite successful. I remember under 18, well, we had some time. But the funniest thing I've ever seen in my whole football career, I've seen some funny things. Billy really asked us all to come the night before the, the Youth Cup final. We were playing against Glentorn, and Glentorn were all these household names Andy Kirk and Colin Nixon, and all the top boys. We were expecting to get beat about 10 or 11 0. And Billy really says, right, team bonding session the night before. So we all turn up down the junior high gravel pitch. <laughs> junior high gravel pitch. And Billy really stand there giving this big talk about tomorrow night, boys, is the night where you turn in the Giants. So giving all this big speech. Next minute, the lights went out. And then we just looked at each other. And Billy says, I have an idea, gentlemen. Who's got, the, who's got their cars? So I had big crooks here and a couple of boys had cars and all the time. And we went up to the wee, there's a wee playground between the, the youth annex and where we used to get 
changed in the in the, the there was like a gymnasium up there, a wee playground there. Don't know if it's still there. And we parked the cars at four <laughs> parked the cars at each corner of the wee of the wee playground. And he said, Right, gentlemen, we're we're playing here. And you couldn't even see anything because the lights all were all dazzling and everything and, and then he says, Right, uh, put the lights on full blaster. So <laughs> we started we started trying to knock them on each other and all and nobody could see anything, you were blinded. And um there's a couple of boys made straight passes. That's the biggest thing I've ever heard. Absolutely, <laughs> all, all, all the boys started making straight passes. And after about 15 minutes, he just abandoned. He says, Boys, you play like that tomorrow night, you'll get beat 10 or 11 0. So that was alright. Um, he abandoned it after 15 20 minutes, and then we arrived on the bus to go down to Glentoran the following night. And we arrived down, down at the Oval. And there was a whole crowd. We filmed the whole bus. I went down there. All the parents. All the parents. And just as we went to Oval, Billy stands up. He says, Everybody sit down. My boys will get off the bus first. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, you see, even the warm up and all, like we were been torn at all the cones and all. We were we were just doing laps, or going across the pitch and back and back men to the front and sideways, and then three or four footballs out and, and we're kicking the ball, gallant closely and all. But I can know the memories of Billy. He was a uh, he was some boy. He was some operator. And he's the sort of boy you did fitness tests and all the Friday night and all if you thought you were <laughs> but the fitness test I remember bringing him up for fitness test up the junior high and he says, Right, Bob, run there and jump into the sand pit and all and I ran jumping into the sand pit, you're okay for tomorrow, so there you go. And all this there was other No, he was he was a legend and we did we got to some cup fans and I remember one night uh, or one of the cup fans we got to up in the Gannon, we were beating penalties and he came in and he says, Right, that's me finished and he went to storm out and everything, the boys all grabbed him and all but like it was brilliant memories. Playing for the under 18s and uh, and the seniors with Billy, um, as as every manager it happens every manager they come to an end now. But I have very fond memories of Billy and he's definitely the one liners now he used to come out with. He he really despised. I don't know if this boy's still about a boy called Jackie Delaney who was the eleven thirteen manager. Jackie's, Jackie's still not going to play. I remember him, him and Billy never saw eye to eye, and he used to always blame Jack Delaney and trying to steal the players for our under 18 players. Remember, but we all stuck together. And it was brilliant memories, brilliant ja memories. Jackie Dillian, painted my sister's house. Who did it? A month ago. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, I always remember Jackie Dillian. Offered him a goalkeeper in Kilkeel one time, because it was only an hour before kickoff. And he, he turns, I was in the back of the car, and Jackie Dillian says, oh, I can give you a goalkeeper, but you have to go and collect him in Kilkeel. That's what he says. Uh, he says, in the name of Blue, does he think it's a helicopter? <laughs> But he was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Marty, did you ever, was he ever your manager? Yeah, he was, uh, he absolutely, absolutely hero. He, uh, Bob, in addition to the one-liners, do you ever remember if he caught you messing about a train or not listening, he'd ask you what he said. I see, <laughs> yeah. And if you couldn't, if you couldn't tell, you had to do 20 push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Ten knees to the chest, gentlemen, all that, I'm not Whatever, everything he said, it was gentlemen after. Ten knees to the chest, gentlemen. I'll get my rusty thing, yeah. gentlemen. Imagine, he used to, he made me a couple of times. Yeah. He used to set out cones, because you know back then goalkeepers didn't get any sort of training. Really, <laughs> Still he just don't. In. <laughs> and he, he, he 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 set up these cones in the grass, and I swear he he would just he would number them, and then he just shared a number, and I had to run and dive on a cone. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> loads of, do you know what? Do we have enough material here to talk about for about three hours? <laughs> But let's let's go right. Let's get Jeff involved here. Let's talk about that day in Coke, Jeff. Right, hang on. Before we talk about the, before we talk about the day in Coke, what? I still don't believe this truth. What what happened before it? Well, we were told to meet at the White Ran, so we were for a bit of breakfast. That's right. So we're meant there next evening. First of all, 
I'll walk it in, come in there next year, go and pass the boys. No fries now. No fries, beans <laughs> on toast, scrambled egg. And uh, Chen and Hoey would have been the two younger ones then. Right. They came in, ordered the two fries. So they did. <laughs> well, they would have been two sorters back then as well. And we got up in the bus, up the coke, got off the bus, out for a wee pre-march walk about it. And uh, back in for the team. The two boys were dropped. All the <laughs> <laughs> they had two fries in so the white and Hoy were dropped from one of the biggest games of our season because they had two fries in the white round that morning. <laughs> <laughs> but that that cup game was the was a cup game. Remind me of the cup. It, 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 was Bob, the fir- it was the first. But it was the first time we had ever played against an Irish league team. Yeah, yeah. They were Irish league but, championship at the time, weren't yeah. they, or something like that? There, Jerry Duke and all was playing for them. Yeah. You were playing, Marty. Yeah, I was playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, we went up, and the worst thing we'd done was was scored two. <laughs> back to your cock and hen story, the worst thing we could have done was scored was scored two, and then we yeah. were back to the wall, and they pulled it back, and it was two each. Yeah. Two each after extra time, and we bring it to penalties. Now, I can't, I'm can't. sure I hit. I can't remember if I scored or not. I'm sure it did. I think the penalties were tight, and then Jack put his hand together. I saved one. You saved so, one. Jeff that. And I'm ta- well, let's, 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 Jeff, let's talk us through this penalty. So you're walking up, you're walking from the halfway line to the penalty spot. You know what, What's going through your mind? Well, I think it was Chin. He came on in the extra time, I think it was. And he missed the one before me. Right. And he <laughs> sort of scuffed it. And the keepers went one way. But he's got, actually got time to get up. <laughs> but no one ever talks about that one? No. So I thought to myself, you know what, I'm just going to put my fuck right through this. <laughs> I don't want to make that sort of mistake. Yeah. You did put I your did, foot through it. And it's still going. It's still going. It, so it, it, it went high, it high and mighty over the bar and it's apparently still travelling. <laughs> that was a def- defining moment in the seniors because at that point we realised we were as good as the Arsenal League teams. Oh yeah, we're tight. Look. Uh, uh, we're after tight. that, you know, it was, it was a big, big time and... So even though we missed it, when you like we compete with these boys, weren't afraid. We showed that from then on, we weren't afraid. Of it was a, I remember. It was kind of it was the first time we like we played. There was a decent for what it was. It was a decent crowd there, and we were really right. noisy. I remember them banging the roof of the stand and roaring and right. shouting, and there was music playing. It was absolutely yeah. mayhem. Yeah, I remember was, that as well. I can't I can't even remember where we played them. I just remember. Well, we played them at Coast Pitch, sure. and your, your Scobie was the manager of Cook at the time, wasn't oh, he? Oh yeah, okay. And oh, Ali, yeah. Ali back, and what do you call the boy Marty played uh, centre back for Glenavon? Yes, Hall was it? Hall, he was oh. playing for them. And all they all, they were paying big wages in those days. And we, uh, and we, we, we went as the underdogs. Yeah. What was after that then? Van Gallen or Banbridge? Their reserves, their reserves were actually in our league. That's right. Yeah, well, because the funny, because the funny thing was, we went up about two weeks later to play the reserves, and the reserves tank us. Yeah. They fed us off the park, we play, but we uh, played them down at the training pitch, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And, and we that. thought, oh, we'll come up here, we've taken their first team to penalties, so this will be a walkover. Yeah. And, but then the, the Bambridge game was the next one? That was the next one, yeah. You were one. you were injured or suspended? Injured. injured. That was the Middlester, that was the Middlester Cup, was it? Yeah. The Bambridge match. Bambridge yeah. Middlester Cup. And we played because because of the way the, the rules worked, we couldn't yeah. play at home. We had to play during the week. That's right. So we played it at Moorview Park. We did. Yeah. It was a massive crowd that night. It was. I remember that. I'll tell you what it was. Absolutely freezing. <laughs> <laughs> for all you boys, for the one that doesn't get their run around as much, it was Baldick. It was Baldick. But we, was. we beat them 2-0. We beat them 2-0. It was, it was a, no, 2-1. It was 2-1. You're right, it was 2-1. This was later on. But they were, at the time... They went just had gone top of the championship, 
And there was a boy Davy Irwin played for the mice, like they had just beaten Porter Down or something, some some other cup. So again, we were expected lambs to slaughter, but the boys were absolutely brilliant. Everything was really, really tight. And then I think Niggsy brought on did he bring on Banksy and Dicko or something oh, at the same time? Double substitution. Double substitution. Was it was that in in extra time? It was nil nil after uh, was it nil nil? It was nil nil after <clears throat> ninety minutes. I went to, went to extra time and he brought on a big Banksy and Dicko. And I remember I think it was Banksy who scored first today, or was it Banksy? Banksy and then Dicko went. And then I remember running up because I, I always did this thing, whoever scored for Dicko Town, I ran them and celebrated with him. But I remember that night running up to celebrate Dicko's and I took cramp up in the corner for <laughs> <laughs> And uh, all the boys thought it was messed about wasting time. All that goes, no, it's January cramp and all the boys all. And the Bonbridge boys were going mad, but I, 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 I took cramp. We'll talk about you wasting time later on. There's uh, another incident actually oh, in the next game we're going to talk oh, about. Right. <laughs> um, and then, um, that was, it was, was back to the wall right stuff. I remember back to the wall stuff for the last five minutes. It was, but, but, and they scored. But when I got through and I remember we went, into the Broomhill Street or something? Oh, do you remember that morning? We did the Broomhill Street? Yep, I do. And then I remember Nigsy texting the next day and he didn't get any sleep. He was buzzing the whole night. <laughs> he was just buzzing the whole night and I had a few beers and all. A few shandies, but it was just a, an always an amazing match. Absolutely amazing match. It was, it was epic because it was extra time. It was long. It was floodlit. Yeah. You know, there was a decent crowd down on it. Was, and, and again, we were expected, oh. just like the Coke game, just, you know, we were expected to be hit for eight or nine yeah, that night. We were, we were. And we actually beat we beat them 2-1. I thought it was 2-0. We beat them 2-1. No, it was 2-1, and the boys fought their hearts out, didn't they? I think Marty tipped one onto the bar later on. Yeah, very end. But then arguably, our, our, I would say, if we would pick a game from the four of us, is that image? I don't know. Well, that's the one I enjoyed him playing uh, yeah. playing the most was the Dungannon one. Was that the semi final? Was it quarter final? Quarter final. So we go up to Dungannon, Swifts, up at Stangmore, and again, no one gives us a hope. And I can rem- remember Marty. Um, within the first minute, you'd you'd stop one right on the line. Do you remember that? Oh, uh, yeah, I do. I, I, I was I was I was racing myself for not. It was a corner. Came from a corner, and two minds to come or not come, and it didn't. <laughs> And and he, I think I made it harder for myself then. You know, he, but, but he got the yeah, shot away and he somehow managed to get it and stop it right in the line. I thought, do you know what, this could be our night. Oh, and, but then we, again, we went, it was nil-nil and we took him to penalties yeah, yeah. and I, I stepped up first. I don't know who the keeper was, but he was, was, he was, was absolutely massive. massive. He was about seven foot. <laughs> and I thought, how are you going to put it back? Do we miss every penalty? I, well, I don't think we scored too many. But the fact that we took him, like who was playing? Now I'm again, now I'm again, we have and he made his debut. He made his debut that night, and McAllister, uh, and your boy, what do you call him? We always went dick up, Johnny's Johnny ball. Johnny Montgomery. Johnny Montgomery. Oh, and he badged you and all. They had their full first team. And at that stage, they had a, they had a, they had a Venezuelan up front. He was a flam machine, but he couldn't right. hit a couch backside with a banjo. <laughs> <laughs> but they, there was the, um, they were third. They were third in the Irish Premier League, from what I remember as well. Maybe the Irish Cup final that year as well. Is that right? I think so. They, they, they were some team. I remember. You know where the two teams line up, and the wee boy, Dar Dar Murphy, Murphy, he was our captain, and I remember he, he shouted something like this is going to be easy or something. I remember going over to Timmy or Dixie, I can't remember who it was, and she said, "Boy Murphy, make sure you left him in the first minute." <laughs> and that was like red rabbit told the Dixie easy or Timmy just to say that was it. And I remember they were running right. This boy Murphy is running right down the line, and Dixie or Timmy, one of the two. Just put him with eight foot in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and all the fans went absolutely mad. But it was as if to say, look, we're not here to stand off you boys. 
And that was uh, well, that night there was the bear, one of the probably the best night I've ever had in Lurgan Town Show, even though we didn't win, it was just amazing. Yeah, I remember sitting in the Cre- credit, credit was due. We, we were super, super organized that night, super organized. Um, we all would defend the deep, but there was no other way around it. Oh, I I was, you know, we all had the shovels digging the trenches, Marty. Yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I also remember sort of the last minute, minute or two, they broke through. I don't know if I'm not going to be controversial and say he got around Jeff, but he got around Jeff. <laughs> uh, Jeff I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. Uh, it was something uh, Peter Stringer would have been proud of. We, we ankle clip. Right, Jeff, yeah. we played 120 minutes, no chance he was scoring. Jeff just rugby tackled this boy to the deck. <laughs> I love that as well. And then there was the infamous uh, referee, this ball's flat. Oh. <laughs> t- t- by by t- that uh, stage, I remember about a minute before, I, I looked across the next thing, he says, only one or two minutes left. And then it was a goal kick. And everybody, I looked around, everybody's just absolutely knackered. And they were all pushing boys on, pushing boys on. And he says, Marty, let me see that ball. And I lifted the ball up and I felt it. And I, I, took, I started walking towards the referee and the referee thought I'd lost the plot. I said, referee, the... So, sorry, Pop, just for everyone that's listening, he's actually picked the ball up here. Picked the ball up and squeezed it here. Just, just, uh, and I, I started walking towards the ref. And I said, referee, that ball is definitely flat. And the referee went and put his hand out to, to get the ball. And I just cleared over the right over the stand. And all that, oh, God, it's just fast call me, everything. And I was only wild. But it wasted. I remember that after the goal kick, the final whistle went, so it, it worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked. The best about it was, and I, t- I mentioned this in the last podcast. One of your last games for Lurgan Town was uh, a way to b- pour it down BB Old Boys reserves, and we had to win it to stay up. And to win it, that, that's and, right. and <laughs> you've, you've got the ball again, and you've launched it as far away as you could, and <laughs> turned around to me and winked. <laughs> <laughs> He's well, done the same thing, time. referee. That ball's flat, and he horsed yeah. it, and away he went. Pop, uh, Scott Pop used to do this thing. Jeff will remember. You probably all remember. If it was a long kick, came from a goalkeeper. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and you could you could see you could see Bob back paddling. And I'd be like, oh, what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? And he used to like just bend the knees ever so slightly. <laughs> and then I had to be on my toes. I had to be on my toes because it was coming to me. <laughs> back, back flick used back to give flick. me nightmares. Used to give me nightmares because sometimes they didn't, they didn't trickle all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> and you were a fan of coming and off I your line, too, weren't you? I'm running, shouting, away, 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 don't let it bounce. And then this wee flick header comes back. <laughs> Tell us about the, the day you were driving through Moira in the happy bus. Right. This is a very vague memory because even I was only, what, nine, ten, maybe? It was black and white <laughs> photos back then, wasn't it? Black and white. Yeah, I think the boots were they're hobnail boots. I tell you how old it was. The kit didn't even have a goalkeeper's top. I had to wear my own tracksuit top. Not <laughs> that it was better. Anyway, um, driving through actually it's the near the Lurgan side of Moira, if I remember correctly, okay. cruising along in the Happy Bus. And for those who don't know the Happy Bus, it was an old SELB bus. Would that be right? I think yellow, so. Yeah. Wow. Those yellow school buses. It was louder than a seven four seven. It rattled everywhere it went. Changing gear. You ever listen to Postman Pat change gear? But <laughs> <laughs> uh, we used to go through Belfast on it every Saturday, singing and roaring and shouting with our tops out the window. But regardless, this time coming up to Moira, and out of nowhere, the the bonnet flew up. <laughs> it just flew up randomly. And 
that Jackie Robinson was driving it as a Glennie star. Yeah. Oh, hey, man. I think he was driving it. He was there anyway. But this thing, and nobody could see where we're going or what we're doing. <laughs> but it was her and this. I don't even know if. It, I think that could have been the death of it, was it? I don't know. It ended. Apparently, it ended up as a as a chicken coop in Morris Houston's house. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, went out, I went out to I went out to Nicky Houston's okay. one day, and there was the happy boss chickens roosting away on it, sitting in the driver. Brilliant. Back in, back in the day, after the happy bus, we used to get a bus every week down yeah. to Lisburn, didn't we? The Ulster bus. So we used to get an Ulster bus, and there were maybe been five or six teams, and you could be playing at the Barber playing fields, or the Omniplex, the Rack, yeah. or Wallace Park, or wherever, and you maybe weren't home about two in the afternoon, because you had to go and pick all the other teams up. And then, but when was your joy, you were singing the whole way home. Oh, it was it was brilliant. It was all part of it. Jeff, tell us about Trevor McKeown going Sego at Market Hill, and Malacans. Uh, we'll start with Market Hill, it was the first one, so it was. Would have been in around Christmas time. So it would have been on a real sticky pitch. And first year out there, he did uh, I think it was 3 each or 4 3 to us. When we scored later on, he might have scored the winner. And there's a big tree about 20 yards behind the net. And the ball's hit the back of the net, and he's busted a cut to go past this tree. And past the tree, there's a house on its own. And he just started pointing up to this window, top of the window of the house. Who's the daddy? Who's the daddy? <laughs> <laughs> was, there, was there anyone in the house? Supposedly there was some boy up there giving him a stick for the full 90 minutes. Right, I don't remember that. <laughs> but he's turned up for the Christmas night out that night. That's right. With this white t-shirt with tinsel glued on it. Oh, well, who's the daddy? Black marker <laughs> all over it. <laughs> and then he'd done the same. Well, he didn't do who's the daddy, but he, he went psycho against Malakans, didn't he? Malakans again, he scored. But that like a wee metal boy around the pitch. That's right. And they're a good 50 or 60 out. And he's just jumped the boy clean out of the middle of them. <laughs> 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 and he was such a quiet man, too, oh, wasn't he? Uh, off, off the pitch. Off the pitch, sorry, and already I was just speak. Once he crossed that white line, it was uh, just different, wasn't it? I don't, I don't know if you were playing. Were you playing the Malakans game? Or was was that Davy Graham? I think it was, I don't think it was me. No, I, I, I think, think it was, it was D, I think it was D ball in that song. And again, it was another one where Bank, I remember Bank Chris Banks scored a bullet of a header from yeah. the corner. Probably Bank, Banks always came up with the odd uh, cracker goal. No, yeah, definitely did. And that was the worst thing we could have done because they went straight up the other end, and <laughs> we weren't we weren't in the lead for too long. But that was really. Did Trevor McKeown not? Sorry. No, go on. Trevor McKeown not score an absolute an absolute worldly up in Warren Point. Yeah, he did. We beat yeah. him. He did. I'm on big Philly Briggs. I'm not sure it came, it came over his shoulder and he volleyed it. And that was just before Warren Point went into it. went up that season, did it? was the season, season after. Season after, maybe. Then, let's talk about Mentor's ball. Right? Basically, Mentor, do you play that match, Jeff? No, I was aware. I wasn't there either. Totally. Right? Yeah, we're, we're, we were <laughs> absolutely, everybody was aware and there was injuries and everything. We were going for the league title. I remember we were going for the league title. In the Major B. Major B. We went down to Oxford. We were expected to beat Oxford, but... Welsey, was it Welsey McCullough got sent? Welsey McCullough, our, our goalkeeper, I don't remember who it was, got sent off in the first minute for using bad language. <laughs> right? First minute. First minute. <laughs> I, 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 we were all sent. But we, were, we, had, we had hardly any players. I think we only had 12 players that day. And Minter stepped in. And myself and Minter were, we were playing centre-back. And Minter, best header of the ball in the middle of the league, all this, and... And we all he was he was our coach at the time. We all looked up to looked up to mentor and everything. And mentor said to me for the match like anything comes near, I just claim it and you sweep in behind me. So I was pulled out of position but I don't know what happened, but I remember I was running back and the ball was coming and mentor shouted, 
Mentor's ball, we were one the two nil down at the time, I think, and should have Mentor's ball just as the second half kicked off, and they totally missed it. And their boy went went through and scored to put them three nil up. What about? I think it was only about thirty five minutes to go. Were you playing in this match, Marty? No. No. No, because you were sent off. Obviously, was sent off. So Marty's already there. So so um so we're we're three nil down, and I remember Neely Anderson was playing. I think because I think Neely Anderson scored the first goal. And then somehow I scored, I scored a second and third goal. I scored two goals to make it three all. No way. I did. And I remember running over. There was boy. We had Basel or Reds. I went to kiss the Basel and kissed the other. The other side of the shirt. Not match winners or something. Kiss the Basel. All the boys laughed their heads off. Uh, and then in the last kick of the game, we won four three. And I remember coming into the change room and Nigel saying, "That's why we'll win the league. That's why we'll never say that and everything." But from then on, every time there's a ball in the air, a train and anybody going ahead of the ball, Mitter's ball! They didn't hit it. Mitter used to crack up. Mitter's big line was uh, dummies meeting. Dummies meeting. It's, like, it's like dummies meeting out there. <laughs> they don't lose derby matches. They don't lose derby matches. Derby matches. And the one that I could never work out, you give him a headlight. Remember that, no? You give him a, you give him a no. headlight. I think you it was maybe to say, maybe meaning to say, you've made his headlight. Yeah. But you give him a headlight. I, I could never work well, Mitter was a brilliant he was a brilliant coach he really got the best out of the boys and all I think I was his first and last match of the seniors don't think he ever played a game, <laughs> game. at half time Mitter used to always speak first and rip into you and then Nixie would have sort of came and ripped into you as well so you got, you, you <laughs> got two <laughs> doses you got two doses of it was it a good cop bad cop no it was bad cop bad cop <laughs> <laughs> right, Scott's, Scott's Scott's a good good cop aren't you Scott uh, what, what do you mean yeah, Scott helped me out managing Glenavon ladies. First game of the season. I can't remember where we went to. Was up for Manor or something? We were away all day. Uh, we're 3 0 down after no time. <laughs> and Scott says to me, Right, half time team talk. Uh, I'll be good cop, you be bad cop. I said, That's dead on. Let's, let's, try, let's try that. Scott opens up with expletives. What do you think you're doing? That's awful. I said, Scott, that's the worst good cop I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I think you made that up. <laughs> I do remember no, being I away. I can I can remember uh, being away and we were away all day. And it was a Sunday. Right. I'm thinking, is this what ladies football's about? <laughs> you know, when we were away all day. We didn't last too long, Marty Sure we didn't. I lost the season. You you I know I didn't. I would had enough after that. I think I can't give up Sundays. I should be I should be in my bed here. <laughs> <laughs> I often think about though that year. We had a we had a great team. That sort of division we won division two. We we put we wanted to play division one because we wanted to play against Hill Street. You know that's that was that was a team everyone wanted to beat, yeah. didn't they? And we finished fourth, I think, that, that year. Was third or fourth. Yeah. And then we ended up going in the intermediate B, and we and we finished runner up. We spoke about that yeah. in the last podcast where yeah. Bournemouth needed to win the last ten or twelve, and they won them, yeah. and they won them, yeah. and, and we lost out by the narrowest of margins. But we still went up to intermediate A. Yeah. But if my memory serves me right, everyone sort of. Just went here, there, and everywhere. Uh, or did we play a season? We played a season. We played a season. We played a season together, and then the next he leave or something, or next he left half. Yeah. At the end of the season. The end of the season, uh, and then the team all broke up after that. Yeah. If we, your boy Adair came in or something, did he? Was he the next month after Nixie? Neil Neil Adair. Neil Adair was he? Was he straight after Nixie? Was he? I think he was. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. If we had stayed together. I went to Les Moore and Dixie and Kingo went to Anna. Yeah. Yeah. Went to Anna. That's right. Nixie went to. Institute along with Joel McConnell. Yeah, the whole team broke up. That's right. And you're right. If I if I had stayed together, 
You don't know what would have. We don't know what we th- we could have won. We could have won trophies. We don't have many trophies, but the ones we do have, we remember well, don't we? I remember well. Oh, <laughs> some crack. The the year we we won Division Two, the reserves won the, uh, the league cup. That's right. In the same in the same year, and I can yeah. remember. Were you playing the reserves that year, Bob? For me, no. No, I played in the cup final. Remember I played in the cup final. final. I remember Armagh Celtic. Armagh uh, Celtic called us all ringers and everything for playing right. in the cup final. Yeah. But we, no, it was it was uh, AFC Craigan put a complaint in because our second team was so strong. I thought it was the first team. Yeah, we had, we had some squad. We had a very very strong squad in those days. And it was hard to keep. It's hard to keep everyone happy, and I guess that's why people started yeah, leaving. Two very good teams. Leaving Dainsey and Strabane Tesco's <laughs> after the Irish Cup. That was our first win in the Irish Cup. Yeah, and the, it was the strangest, strangest game. The ref, the referee was a real pernickety so and so. Mm-hmm. And we took kick off, and he made us take kick off again. Oh, a couple of times, so was that because the ball didn't go forward. Oh yeah, and we were like, referee, just let us play the game, you know. And he made the subs sit down because they were they were distracting him. <laughs> there was no bench. <laughs> there was no bench. Yeah. No, he just, just no sit the grass. But it was something like um, it was like four each. That was five all. After extra time oh, and stuff, I got another yeah. penalty one. Right. Uh, Tony France playing that day. Tony France. And Imploded. Tony France uh, give away two penalties That's right. in a normal time. That's right. And he, absolute implosion. But that was our first win. And then on the way home, we stopped at, uh, no, not, not the Hessels, Asda. Asda. In Strabane. And <laughs> go ahead, Jeff, go on, tell us tell us the story. Got back onto the bus. Like I said, his first win in the Irish Cup. <laughs> Boys were a wee bit jolly. Got a couple of boxes of beer. Set off back down the road again. So I did. And about 10 or 15 minutes later, the phone rang. I think Remy was the manager and he just looked at his phone. Dainsey came up and goes, Why is he that on the bus? Answered the phone. Well, how are you, lads? <laughs> I think we've had the same one. Same one or something like that. Uh, what happened, Dainsey? And he goes, I went in and got a box of grapes <laughs> and a car magazine. And the bus isn't there. And he came out. <laughs> but otherwise, we had 15 minutes. Uh, before he phoned us. Before he phoned us. Before he phoned us. So well, that's what you get for buying a box of grapes on a car magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about implosions, Tony France had one in that Straban game. Do you remember Crooksy? The Crooksy's implosion? Yes, yes. I remember that because he put two, two past me that he day. Put, he scored two on goals. I think he gave away a penalty yeah. and he got sent off on oh, one game. I remember that. <laughs> and I, I've also... That was the last game, wasn't it? If that, that's what I was going to say. I I've, spoke, I've spoken to him about this in the past, and, he, and I don't think he played a game since. Or he didn't. Certainly didn't play for no. the first team. <laughs> After that, that was it. He had enough. Was it out? Was it out the, at the arena? But he was, he was in cruise control up until that. Oh, he was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, shook, he shook his head. He shook his head. Apologize to me. I'll never forget him. He just looked at me after the second one and he goes, "I'm really sorry." Unlike, <laughs> <laughs> unlike un- 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 I kept my temper, you know. He kept your temper. I think so. Huh? You think that was? Probably, I don't even think I was wearing a hat that day. <laughs> no, well, I was going to say that's probably about the only time you did you didn't keep or you did keep your temper, sorry. Because that famous Marty hat. So Marty wore a hat whether it was raining or not, or whether it was raining whether it was <laughs> sunny or not. Sorry, if it was raining, he still had the hat on because you liked it. Go on ahead, Marty. Tell a story. What did you like to do with your hat? I just <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> on occasion. I would throw it at referees, <laughs> and I on occasion threw a ball. At the ref- hit a ball. Hit a referee one day up at Kelly Moon, up at Cookstown Leisure Centre, was it? Yeah. Uh, I think he gave a penalty or something. I picked the ball up and threw it on him, and um, I hit him with it. And 
at the minute, at the minute that I, I, I knew I'd done wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I apologised, you know. <laughs> Before it hit him, you were apologising. <laughs> Yeah, I have on occasion. I have on occasion taken my hat off and thrown it at the officials. <laughs> the one I remember is um, Ballymena. Do you remember Ballymena? Was that that was the day you wore the Alice band? That was the day I wore my Alice band. Yes, I'm just off the plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now let, let me let me get my defence out here before oh, you start. Oh no! I was just off the plane. 2005, Costa Dorada with the boys. <laughs> yeah, the year the year uh, Northern Ireland beat England one 0 David Healy. Yeah, I turned my ticket down for the game. And we, we'd gone, so we'd been a week's holiday and i come back full tan. And it was a match winner kit with the shorts were short. Oh, you know, they were proper John Aldridge style shorts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I had, a, I had hair back then, it was quite long. And I had a hair band and I had my tan and the boys. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I never lived that down, did I? He walks in with the flip flops and all that. <laughs> Still got my flip flops on. I remember the flip flops as well. And we were playing in the back of Beyond of Palomino, and yeah. it was the roughest place. That's right. And he sw- he swans in like I don't know, prima donna. <laughs> shall we say? He was the Adonis. Anyway, we're taken away from your your cap incident. That was definitely the one where you said right. I was going to count to 10, but I got to 5, and I thought, stuff it, and threw the cap at him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't think it was even a bad decision. It was just something you didn't agree with. So I, I disagreed with referees as a rule, really. Talk, tell us about Bap's uh, Elvis impression. Oh. Oh, oh, I love it. Right. <laughs> Bap didn't often go forward, right? <laughs> Did he get sent off that day too? I can't remember. I remember. Was it against the team? No, it, was it? It was Barnbridge. Oh, was it Barnbridge? It was Barnbridge. Oh, yeah, I'm nearly sure it was. And um, we're playing, playing in Barnbridge. I can't remember who we were playing, but we were playing in Barnbridge. And I think popping up for a corner and he scored this corner. He scored anyway, regardless of where it was from or how. But he ran to the corner flag and he grabbed the corner flag. And he started doing this because Bob back in the day was big into Elvis, which yeah, was a strange yeah. thing for somebody that age. And um, <laughs> oh, lads, Elvis, Elvis, Elvis is great, lads, he's great. And uh, he started doing this Elvis impersonation, but he bent the, the corner flag down and was yeah, singing a bit, swinging his hips on his leg. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just the most bizarre thing. Did, uh, did we win? Thank God I didn't get involved too many. Yeah, I can't remember. I remember doing it as well. I I very rarely scored when I did. I, I tried to do Elvis every time I scored. But remember the first time I did it, we were playing against um, Lisburn League Division Two or Division One. It was a team called Shank All Northern Irish Supporters Club, and we were winning five nil. And I got the ball to back, and I saw them all trying to push it for offside, and I went right to the middle and right <laughs> to the keeper scored. So they put a six nil up, and I ran over the corner flag, started doing Elvis, and this boy said to me. I'm going to bet your legs next time you touch a ball and all this here all against the ball because I had done Elvis taking the Mickey Dust boys now. So, um, Probably not the best thing to do when you're 6-0 up. It's not the best thing to take a Mickey team out of them. But even whenever we were training all these they do the wee Elvis move and all to try to get the ball past people not whatever. The shimmy. The wee shimmy and all the Elvis shimmy. Could anyone else work out Bob's offside code? Yeah, yeah. That was that came from Titch Clark didn't it? Back in the day. I, I think it was under 18s. I think it was, yes, I think it was Titch under eighteens and we brought it on into the seniors in the afternoon. Yeah. Anyway, when it came off it was brilliant. So basically when it was, see, when we we packed us down Lurgan Park. It was, it was put it was poetry in motion where it worked. All you had to do was be able to divide by three. Three? Why three? <laughs> I don't know. Three times tables because we worked out. 
Right, anybody can do three times tables. But then this boy Billy Pedlow arrived. Under 18s, right? I don't know if any of you know Billy Pedlow, but absolute legend. Very good player. Yeah. But he didn't he wasn't the most academic. <laughs> and he comes up to me after we had practiced down in the park and and then after training session down the park he says Pop, I don't know him three times tables. I don't really understand. I just call these numbers and I wait their reruns and I just follow them and if everybody stays in, I just stay there. He says, right. Um, you, need to, you need to explain. You need to explain what it is. Right, basically, if I, if, I called, if I called three, six, nine or twelve or fifteen or eighteen, just as the boys run up to take a free kick, the whole back four midfield just all went out and left the, left the week seven or eight boys offside. Looked absolutely brilliant. It looked as if we were the best martial defence you've ever seen in your life. And we use it all the time. But I remember at Moira Domain, Billy Pedal's first match for the seniors. And Billy really went absolutely mad, I remember. And it was one all, or maybe we were one one nil, and I say it's three or six, I can't remember one of the numbers. And we all run out and I thought this is like clockwork and I'm looking at Billy Pedlow, standing looking at everybody else. And then he just says he just says he's like he just says he's gonna run out after it. He runs out. And he played about eight boys on and just took the ball around the keeper and scored and Billy really went mad. So from then on, I had to say to Billy Pedro, look, if I say three or six or nine, any of those three numbers, it means you have to get out. <laughs> and he says right. And eventually he he, he, he got a sussed. But there's some some teams got they they started They've cracked your code, what? Yes, they're, 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 they're cracked our code. <laughs> So no, we well, changed we changed it to fours on occasion. I would change it to four, but not when Billy Paddle was playing. We could only do three, six, or nine. No. <laughs> if, if if Billy Paddle was playing and we changed the fours at half time, <coughs> I used that just over with whisper to Billy, right, Billy, we're getting out this next one. <laughs> and he would just stay away. But as I say, it was brilliant when it worked. But um, I don't know if you get away with it now. Then it's soon it's soon catch on if you're shooting three, six, or nine and jumping out. But it was good. It was good times. Good times and. It looked apart when it all when it all worked. No, it definitely did. Worked so, more often than not. It really well, it did. did surely. Uh, I don't think it did. Oh, I think it did. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, did. Uh, the it the did. problem, I obviously knew my three times tables, but I couldn't work out which was if you know if it was three, six, nine, twelve, or fifteen. Did that mean stay or go? That was my big problem. If I shouted five, no, it wasn't just uh, like I, I just didn't do three. If I shouted five, I meant Matt was stayed in. Yeah. <laughs> or one or two. So all these teams are going these guys on And it was for the first three times you made shout two. And, Seven and thirty-one and all, and then all of a sudden you just might hit three, six, nine, and you get out. And then all go, what's going on here? But yeah, it was. <laughs> but for somebody who couldn't do their multiplying, they were all over the place. So Paddle wasn't. See, I think you'd, you'd have got you'd have got referees who who weren't sure if if you got it right, and I think <laughs> we got the benefit of the doubt because we'd all run out. You know what I'm they, they, yeah, they'd never seen anything like it before, but it, it worked well. Do you remember Jeff was scored maybe twenty a season? Yeah, but. But oh, every year. Every year. Every, every year, scored twice. You've claimed all the goals, Jeff. Certainly. 23, I think. 23 is your best one. <laughs> Genuinely, how many, how many goals? You're bound to know. How many goals did you score? Seniors. It's for the seniors. Well, I wouldn't even say double figures. No. I do remember. I do remember. You're going to know. Strammillis at home. But our home gate, our home pitch was the, the park. Yeah. And there was two pitches in the park, side by side, which was Hill Street Institute. And then we were the back one. We were the back one, which went yeah. the total opposite direction right. but it was a uh, genuine hill going downhill, downhill, yeah. downhill yeah. Oh, yeah so we're shooting downhill first half jeff scores two inside 10 minutes that's right yeah 
And this, and he's, I think he's basically said, "Oh, this is going to be easy." That got the old dance bird came on over the corner, if I can give it a laugh. <laughs> bit five, bit five by Stramulus. But that's the only time I can remember Jeff scoring. But again, walked away every year claiming 20, 22, 23 goals. Somebody's got to claim their own goals. <laughs> I remember uh, training if I was ever against Jeff before no replying to me match. That's the shit out, right? Every time Jeff touches the ball, we'll give you a goal. <laughs> <laughs> you, you used to get two. You used to get. Do you still do this, Jeff? Very rarely. Two for a header. Two for a header. Two for a header. I'd have to bring it back. Next, next goal wins. Oh, that's always there. That's always there. And any time you were doing uh, a heading drill, your hats had to come off. That's right. You, did, you didn't do a heading drill with your hat, your hat on either. Boys don't do that. And I either. remember one night, Mentor, I don't know. Look at the badges. Go anywhere. I remember one night, Mentor decided to play this game and all the boys are confused, couldn't get it at all. You're, every time your two passes had to go backwards and then one forward. Yes. If you took two, yeah, I remember that. Go back. I remember. Is that what it was? Yeah. And all the boys were, we were scratching my head. What's going on here? Oh yes. If you took a second touch, I had to go back. Right. But it was first touch, you go forward. Yeah. But our boys weren't good enough to play one touch. No, basically, you know. <laughs> so everything, everything had kept going back. Everything kept going back, and then you're on the lane, and maybe you're on the lane. What do you do here? Pops is gone. We had four sets of goals. That one blew my mind. Do you know what? I, I I still love playing that one. Yeah, so you could score either. I, the opposite corners, or you were defending two in the same side. Okay. A load of variations. Oh, I tested that one. I, I was my eyes. Do some running there, and that's the way of getting your team running without knowing they're running. Because footballers yeah. aren't the brightest. Like that, that's, that's probably why I didn't like it because it was a lot of wrong. Jeff, I, I've been asked that. We'll come to the questions in a minute, but I've been asked to ask Jeff about the golf weekend when you were just a child. Yeah, I was oh, fifteen. Oh. I just I was actually on my sixteenth birthday. I'm Boris. Yeah. I, uh, the boys were having a wee whip round. So, for you? I, yeah, but I didn't know. Oh, for your birthday, okay. Yeah. So I bumped into them and they were like, oh, we're just giving it for the woman that runs the hotel. And like, Fair enough, there's a couple of pounds there. <laughs> Went back to the hotel room that night and there's a bottle after the shock sitting and a, an apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> it was happy birthday, so it was. was there a candle in it? I don't think it was. <laughs> <a candle. laughs> but that, that was your eye, eye opener to the seniors. Yeah. You had, no, there's obviously been younger players playing, but I mean, you, you started... 15, 16, yeah. and, re- and really in in the setup, and you played right up until you were 37. 36, aye. 36, with 20 years. Uh-huh. And the whole way up. And in, in every, apart from Lisbon League. That was the only one, yeah. The only one you missed, and then every every league the whole way up there. Yep. There's bound to have been. What game sticks out in your mind? We're going a wee bit serious here, aren't we? Yeah, but me, this has took a different, different route. What game sticks out for you as your, your favourite one? If you had any, we'd probably have to go back to the Dungannon one again. So, yeah. uh, middle Cup quarterfinal. Bob's already touched on it. He's getting the boys in, the defenders. We're digging trenches tonight, so we are. Now. <laughs> like you said, by Marty's pulled off a save. And I was on the goal line. And I just seen the big glove coming down, stopping the ball in the lane. And yeah. Thought we're in for a good night here. That's it. So that was like the Alamo that night, wasn't oh, it? Definitely was. It was the most. Well, then I think we had a chance near the end to win it 1-0. I remember, I think it might have been Salvo or something, but we broke away. But they were, they were top notch, top notch. But uh, the referee walking off afterwards goes, you know, you just deserve another crack at it sort of thing. Like, but Yeah, taking back to Fortress, <laughs> Fortress Arena. <laughs> like we sat in a social club afterwards, probably the four of us, sure. having a pint and laughing and joking, going, yeah. we'll talk about this in 10, 15 years' time. Oh, we are now. We are now, like. We've had a couple of. I, I, 
I remember being mentally mentally drained that yeah. night from just concentrating. Yeah. And shouting and getting because we obviously don't not doing a lot of running around. But I just remember sitting just what you're saying there in the clubhouse afterwards, just being absolutely bone tired. Exhausted. And absolutely got it. Because I thought losing a penalty was, was hard, like it's always hard. Was that your favourite game, Marty, or have you another one you could pick out? No, I, I, I be honest, I preferred the for the Bomb Bridge game, I think. Probably because we won. But yeah. I was I think it was actually I don't know, I think because we had more of the ball in Bomb Bridge, we actually We did, yeah, we played better game. football obviously, yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, I think Dungan was special because of who they were and what we did. But uh, I think as a as a more of an attacking force we were better against Bomb Bridge. It's hard it's a hard one to call. It's a hard one to call because we defended really well in both games. And you know, our our, our defence the t- I well maintain that the 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 team was built around the defence. It really was because it was solid. Maybe solid. we can see that year thirteen in the league or something. Uh, we've, seen few, yeah. we've seen a very few we've seen a very few it was it was virtually you know, it was virtually us four. Obviously, there was changes in and out, but we played the most most of the season with you and that's Marty, Bob, uh-huh. <laughs> Bob centre half, and actually we played three at the back. So Bob was in the middle on his own, and then Jeff on the right and me on the left. And Bob just used yeah. to love to pull the strings. If, if you can imagine that, just an imaginary rope, attached to <laughs> attached to Jeff and me around our waist. Going ahead, Jeff, you go for a wee bit. Gordon, <laughs> you come in here, you know. And that's just the way he talked us through the whole season. But we were still kids back then. You were oh, yeah. you were you've been yep. playing for for years, yeah. and we were we were still still milking our mouth. We're gonna say, you know, and you you coached yeah, us through Bob, the whole year. Bob, how yeah. frustrating was it trying to get Scott Gordon to do what he was told? <laughs> well, Sam and Scotty, we had some uh, rows on the pitch now. To be honest, I used to pick uh, up with him at all because he he was um he liked to wander a wee bit and go up that pitch and the, he, just a wee this, bit. The, le- the hey, left wand hey. the left wand and all of it. Shooting from all areas, not least the crack. I'll get back in here quickly. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't mind I mean, that because yeah. if I tell anyone now I mean, that I used to go forward, they don't believe me because obviously I'm I'm oh, a, I'm a few stone heavier, but they, <laughs> <laughs> just a few, yeah. But they don't believe me that I did get forward. So, Bob, yeah, keep going. I'm happy enough. Oh, you did, yeah. I, 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 well, I always maintain I call them Hammerfoot. They could very strike a ball. <laughs> Any free kick at all, right, Scotty? You take it. Didn't score too many. Oh, but you can. I, I maintain I had a. I had a full head of her before Scott Gordon came for me. <laughs> you'd be like, you'd be roaring, you'd be roaring, Scotty, watch your right, your left shoulder, your right shoulder, and all you get was a thumbs up. You didn't look like <laughs> the thumbs, you just had the thumb up. <laughs> You're shooting at him, he just you. gives you a thumb, and that was still me even more when he did that, give him a thumbs up. I remember ripping the D1 night in, in that Bambridge game. I remember they got a chance because you were out of position. Go on. Which didn't happen very often, to be fair. And I just that's I just remember letting rip at you. I think he just kind of looked at me and went, "All right." <laughs> I don't. I'm... You're lucky. I probably I probably took my hat off doing it. You. Very <laughs> <laughs> <may> well have. <laughs> but what's your um, what's your favourite game? What's your favourite? Even not even a game. Just a memory. No, I, I, I again as as everybody else, the Swifts. But I remember I remember this. I was telling this to my son the other night. Um, Lisburn League Division 2, you're Stuart, maybe you remember this. And we played against a team called Old Warren from the Old Warren Estate. Yeah, I know you are. Ra- like Randy Roderick was playing for them, he was guessing for them. And we had to beat them by. He, he, sorry, Randy was playing for Old Warren? Yeah, because somebody, somebody who Randy worked with played for Old Warren, and we turned up, and we knew we had to beat them by three clear goals. And some, I don't know what, I can't even remember what it was. And. They went three or four nil up. Three nil up, baby. And I remember Mike Crooksy and Stuart and all were all sitting Laker and the boys. I said, boys, we need to score five or six in the second half. We need to win by three clear goals. 
And I think we scored seven or eight in the second half. Is that right? One, eight, three and all that. I remember that. I remember after the match thinking, yeah, that's, those are special boys there. We, we could have just thrown in the tile. Now, don't ask me why they went by three goals. It was like a wee mini group or something, a wee mini league to get into the, the semi-final or something. I don't know what way they were structured. But we won, the, I think it was eight, three or seven, three. In the second half, though. And then another memory. I remember in those days, um, there was a boy, or there was a team called Roseville or Roseville. And they had this big boy was six foot five, six foot six, and he used to score all the headers and everything, and we used to put Crixie on him. And Crixie used to just elbow all around him. Crixie did, didn't give him a didn't give him a look in. And every time we played him, I think he maybe only scored one, whereas he was there leading goal score centre back. But I was uh, a lot of good memories of Rugged Town, but probably overall the Gannis Riffs has to be the the highlight, definitely. You've honestly no idea how great it was listening to Jeff and Bap and Marty talk about their their glory days and and their time at Lurgan Town. Uh, we have we've around another hour's worth of recording uh, that we could put on the end of this podcast, but that would make it um, close to two hours long. So what we're going to do we're going to we're going to leave this podcast here for now, and we're going to pick it up in another podcast in a few weeks' time. Um, it's, it's been really, really great uh, chatting with the guys that I played most of my career with. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Talk of the Time. If you hit the subscribe button on your preferred download location, that should mean you never miss an episode. You can keep up to date on all things related to the club at lurgantownfc.com or search for Lurgantown FC on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. Until next time, thanks for listening.